Hello, and welcome to the CEO Blindspot Show, where leaders lead leaders. I'm your host, Birgit Camps, and today's guest is Rohan Doctor, who is the CEO and founder of Louisa AI. And that is a data and AI-powered platform that is revolutionizing the way companies can gain global market share. In fact, another way it's recently been described on CNBC is that it's like LinkedIn on steroids. And the person who spoke about it was actually an executive with Goldman Sachs, which is one of Louise's clients. And one of the things he said he loved is that it automatically sends insights to his global team for cross-selling opportunities, warm intros to the right people, and it even identifies market risks and opportunities that are relevant to their clients and just in time. Anyway, welcome to the show, Rohan. Hey, thanks a lot, Birgit. I'm so excited to speak with you. And of course, I'm very curious before we get into your leadership style, what inspired you to found Louisa? Yeah. So last 20 years, I've been in investment banking, three years at Citigroup, 17 years at Goldman Sachs. And I really fell into it because a couple of years ago, I ended up closing a massive transaction. And when management asked, you know, how did I do it and how can I do it again? The honest answer was really, I met the right person at the right time. So it was really serendipity, met mm. someone internally at a water cooler. And when they said, how can you do it again? You know, I thought, well, what if you could systematize serendipity with data rather than, you know, being happenstance that people bump into each other, exchange information, expertise, knowledge. What if you could systematize that with data? And so that's really how Louisa was born. And I was actually in London, investment banking sales and trading in Hong Kong. And then they convinced me to move to the executive office in New York with a very cool catchphrase, which was the best video games for gamers by gamers. And they had spent so much money. Um, this is our ex-CIO, Alicia Weisel. Like, they'd spent so much money on buy versus build that they said, what if we could create something for the business by a veteran of the business? A little bit like that for gamers by gamers approach. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're at. They convinced me to leave my revenue seat and team, move to New York and build Louisa from scratch for the firm. Mm -hmm. Well, lucky them and you and, and future yeah. clients, right? So I can see why they asked you to head up, Louisa, with your background. I am, though, curious if you learned some of your leadership style from your earlier years, because I know you also have coached youth soccer. You were the captain of your hockey team. Plus, you've lived in different countries. But why don't you tell me, how did you go from being a physicist degreed person yeah. and someone who has a finance and mathematics degree to all of a sudden being able to lead people. Yeah, I mean, everyone has a different leadership style. And I think you can't, you know, in, in technology, they often say fake it till you make it. But I think with leadership, it's completely the opposite. You've got to be mm. your authentic self. Mm. And everyone's got a different style, different background, different expertise, different relationships. That's pretty much what Louisa tries to harness. So I, I think it's a little bit of an apprenticeship. You know, when you're early on in your career, when I was an analyst and associate, I looked up to certain leaders or certain ways in which they were doing things, took a little bit, you know, copy the best bits, you know, mm -hmm. edit out the worst bits, but you're constantly learning, constantly evolving. It's funny, I had teams where I've paid, you know, members of my teams, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and had a certain level of dedication and interest. And, and then I've had teams where I haven't paid people anything. 
They've been completely working on a commission basis and they're more in it to win it, more passion-fueled, etc. So I think it, it really is about painting a shared vision and getting everyone on the same boat and then letting smart people have space to figure it out and being more output-oriented than kind of nitpicking on, on the nitty-gritty stuff. Yeah. So you obviously know how to learn a lot of things. And that included learning from others, leadership styles, what you liked and didn't like. And I know you're good with people, not just by what you say, but one of our mutual acquaintances, Tanya Tylevich, is who told me about you. And I think she's your most passionate salesperson, even though she's not your salesperson, as you said, right? She loves your product yeah. and felt passionate about letting me know about you, which I'm really grateful for. And of course, she knows how it was used at Goldman Sachs as well because of her years there. But I am curious then. You know, you seem like you're really smart. You have been in team sports and have coached team sports. You've lived in different countries. So it almost sounds like you're just a natural leader. Did you ever struggle with something when you were leading teams? Yeah, you know, I think even though I was fairly entrepreneurial at Goldman Sachs, in the sense that I started several new businesses, I started a Dutch structured credit business, same thing for Finland. I then moved to Asia and built this bank solution business from scratch. Even though there was a lot of entrepreneurial things, I'm still a fairly institutionalized person because, mm. you know, I did sp spend 17 years at Goldman Sachs. So it is a little bit different just starting your own company and getting everyone on board with that vision. And I think that I borrowed something that I learned over COVID, which is everyone has room to grow. And again, random walk, Brownian motion, serendipity, you'll, you'll pick things up through time by, you know, bumping into the right people at the right time. But to accelerate that, I think actually getting actual coaching is something which can really help. And, and the way I fell into it is during COVID, I stopped working out. And then after a while, I started working out with a fantastic personal trainer from India. So I pay him in rupees and he trained me in New York on, on my phone and my AirPods. And over the last three years, I've basically put on like about seven, eight kilograms, but it's all muscle, most of it. Mm -hmm. And I've been going to the gym 20 years, but I've never had that kind of uh, results, the result, right? And yeah. so in the same way, what I ended up doing is actually getting, so now I've got this academy um, called SAS Academy, which uh, basically uh, I'm one of 750 founders that they have trained. And so they know software as a service inside out. They know all mm -hmm. the tricks. They know the issues. You don't feel like you're alone. So it's almost like I'm doing a mini MBA and growing my business. And almost I have a personal trainer who I pay to push me harder to go further without getting injured, you know? Yeah. And so that's, that's something which I think, you know, I would advocate very strongly for. It doesn't seem like it's, you know, when you're bootstrapping a business and, you know, every penny counts, it doesn't seem like the first thing you want to put you know, money towards, but I found that it can at least, I mean, a couple of, I'm, I'm kind of a couple of months in, but so far I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Well, I, I would almost say that you just answered another one of your strengths, which is always looking to see what can you learn, but what was the aha moment that you were like, Ooh, I've got to change something about my leadership. 
So I think, you know, I grew the team from six people. It was super exciting. And it kind of ended up becoming 60 people across New York, Bangalore and Warsaw. And I used to get on these Monday calls. And in the beginning, it was just these were the best calls. We'd all show up and we'd all be excited about, you know, what we'd learned. We'd share things. It was the best part of the week. Mm. And towards the end, it became the worst part of the week because it was kind of, we were doing a very big migration. It was difficult. Mm. The energy level was low. People's cameras were off. You couldn't really see whether people were, Mm -hmm. you know, with you or against you. Some meetings I'd come out and people were like, wow, that was amazing. And, you know, the team's super enthused about what you said and others that they'd be like, you said something which kind of ticked off half the team without you realizing it. And <laughs> yeah. so I kind of, when we spun, I just stopped. I just stopped them completely. If it, didn't, if it doesn't feel right, just don't do it. You know, if it doesn't mm-hmm. feel right to me, it probably doesn't feel right to other people. And so we just completely stopped it. And now, you know, I communicate with the few people that I need to. Mm-hmm. And we have these on-sites where we actually meet in person. And it, so I have a rapport with everyone, but mm-hmm. everyone doesn't have to be, you know, clued up on every single customer conversation or every single build everyone's got their own everyone's return on investment is different for me it's obviously growing the business and making sure we change the world every single company has a corporate directory Mm -hmm. and that corporate directory does not enable you to figure out what and who everyone your company knows our mission is to replace every corporate directory at every company from 30 people all the way to hundreds of thousands of people with an AI-powered enterprise social network, which helps connect revenues, cross-sell opportunities, lead generation, et cetera. So, you know, that that's really our mission. And, and we've already done it for one of the largest companies in the world, Goldman Sachs, for all 50,000 people there. We've now done it for a $100 billion private equity and VC company. We're going to roll it out to all 500 people in October. And now we've got, you know, French banks, Canadian banks, U.S. banks and others all jumping on the bandwagon. Mm -hmm. But really, it can work for any company that has knowledge workers where people's expertise and relationships is the product, which means finance, consulting, law firms, technology companies. You know, it's where people are helping deliver solutions to their clients. Yeah. Well, something else that I know it does, which I think a lot of companies are now becoming more and more interested in, is it also can help identify the next right hire because the the best way to hire someone is to find people internal that know good people. So, So that's another great benefit. Building on that, I mean, in my 17 years at Goldman, I had probably 10 different jobs. None of them were by looking at a job description and applying to it. Every single one was through some sort of network effect where someone said, hey, Bob, let me introduce you to Ro because he is XYZ and your connectivity and your credibility being conveyed through other people. Everyone wants a trust bridge and a warm introduction. And, and that's literally how not only careers are built, but you know that's how relationships are formed, be it from marriage to other things. So I think it's a lot of like just meeting the right people at the right time. And we're just trying to, you know, use AI to connect people, not replace them. Yeah, I was just going to say to me, Louisa, is the what you know and who you know <laughs> together. Yes. 
Okay. So, you know, your blind spot, it sounds like when you were as an entrepreneur, as you, you went from meetings that were working great, everyone was excited to all of a sudden someone said something to you and said, Hey, people no longer like these meetings or we're not engaged. And then you realized, okay, well, there's different returns on investments for everybody. So there's no need for all 60 to be at the Monday call and you adjusted it. Did I hear that correctly? That's correct. Because the beginning, you know, what gets you, you know, there's that book, what gets you here won't get you there. I just, as I grew from six people to 10 to 15 to 20, I just didn't realize that I had to change something. And as we went to 60, we kept it going, but at some point gravity and friction kick in. And so (laughs) we just had to change the model. So you know, yeah. these are things that like, you know, they just creep up on you, they're blind spots, and then you realize them and you kind of keep a very open ear to feedback. And, and yeah, like blind spots are blind. I mean, until someone tells you about them, you really don't know about them. And so, right. uh, you know, just c- keeping your ear to the ground and looking out for those signals is really important. Yeah especially since you're continuing to hire. I saw on your website, you've got lots of lots of openings. So I hope you yeah. continue to grow and continue to learn. But you know, you made it through COVID and it sounds like you also made it as an entrepreneur. But do you have one tip or two for entrepreneurs regarding how to make it through? Yeah, I would say it's very important to find the community of entrepreneurs that you can bounce things off. Like your because, SaaS group. Yeah, like the SaaS group and so on. And I think that's really important because, you know, even if you're doing things in different verticals, different domains, different use cases, there's more similarities than differences. Mm-hmm. And there's certain, you know, formulas you can provide to. So, yeah, I just think having a few people that you can lean on and just know that you're not alone and that you've got, you've got similar strifes, um, I think is, is just invaluable. Yeah. My brother had actually suggested it. He's Dr. Cyrus. He's a medical doctor, but he's also got a medical device startup. And when I started, he's like, the first thing you've got to do is find a community because mm-hmm. that's what's helped him with so many things. You, you don't know about software to use, which accountant to use, where to do your taxes, what you should be doing. You know, just there's a billion things that if you can just like, pick up the phone and go, hey, what do, what do you use? And then they're like, this and this and this, and this is why it's good. It's like, you've just saved, you know, three days. Yeah, in- including how to lead people effectively. And thank you for doing your part today in helping you know the community of entrepreneurs who are listening to us. And I'm so glad you said that Louisa can help people that have you know 30 team members as well as over 50,000 like Goldman. So if they yeah. want to know more about your um, product, they can go to lisa.ai and I'll put it in the description. But Rohan, thank you so much for taking the time you know, to contribute to other leaders today by sharing your leadership insights. Really appreciate it. No, very happy to. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And thank you, Tanya, for setting it up. And if anyone's in New York and happen to, you know, need need a coffee or having a hard day, I'm, I'm very happy to help. And, you know, Louisa AI on LinkedIn is the best way to get in touch.